Hey guys, welcome back to Hang Time, a uh, podcast where we discuss sports of all varieties, MLB, NHL, NBA, and NFL. In this one, we are going to be talking about the NBA and the NHL, going over the scores from last night, and we will give our thoughts and opinions and analysis on how the games went. I'm your host, Philip Hart, and let's get right into it. First game, we are going to start with the NBA. We have the New York Knicks versus the Orlando Magic. The Knicks lost this one, 89-107, making their record 14-16, where Orlando is now 11-18. The Knicks had a decent game. Julius Randle put up 25 points, 3 assists, and 7 rebounds. RJ Barrett putting up 15 points, 7 rebounds as well. And Alfred Payton also putting up 13 points by himself. Honestly, it was very low-scoring game for the Knicks, especially going up against the Magic, where they don't have that good of a defensive team. They do have a little bit here and there, but they don't have that one strong known guy where you have Anthony Davis or Giannis or Kawhi Leonard. So for Orlando, Terrence Ross, the former Raptor, putting up 30 points, 4 assists, and 6 rebounds. Evan Fournier putting up 19 points. Nikola Vucevic putting up 16 points as well and 16 rebounds. Very high rebounding game for him. No one on the Knicks put up more than 10 um, rebounds. Field goal percentage was pretty... Um, Orlando Magic shot the lights out, shooting at 46%. For 42 out of 92 shots were made, where uh, the New York Knicks were 33 for 87, so 38%. Same thing with three-point percentage. They shot 47% from the three-point line, where the Knicks only shot 26. was a really high-percentage shooting game for the Magic. All right, so the next game we have is Philadelphia 76ers and Houston Rockets. Philly won this one 118-113, making their record 19-10. I'm going to give you my honest opinion about the 76ers. They have a top three MVP candidate in Joel Embiid who is shooting, and not even just shooting, who is playing probably the best basketball he's played in a this so far. He's almost got that triple-double. He put up 31 points, 11 rebounds, and 9 assists, and he is a center. That just tells you how good he is. Do I think he will win MVP? If I'm going to be honest, no, I don't think so. I think it's going to be no, Nikola Jokic. I've been saying that for a while now. If you go check out my TikTok at Phil a Sports Guy, you can see that. Um, I've been saying that for a long time. I really think Nikola Jokic is playing at his best. But I mean, I'm not to not like trying to knock Joel Embiid or anything. He's playing absolutely amazing right now, and he's really going. And he's on a winning team. Philly's record is now 19 and 10. He is playing amazing, and he has the supporting cast to help him with Ben Simmons, who might get the hate sometimes because he can't shoot, even though he's a point guard, but he has great perimeter defense. But he also has shooters like Seth Curry or other good players like Tobias Harris, who put up 24 points, 15 rebounds, and 5 assists. Or Seth Curry, he also put up 25 points, 5 assists, and 2 rebounds. And then you have the Rockets. You have John Wall, who's coming off of a career-ending injury for most players or for some players. And you really didn't know how he was going to be this year. So you really did not know how the Rockets were going to be this year. He could be 
he, some people might have said, I, I would honestly be surprised, some people might have said he's a top 10 point guard in the league or something like that, but he he's playing, I'll give him the fact after coming off that injury, he's playing exceptional ball, putting up 28 points, 7 assists, and 3 rebounds in this game. Then you have Marcus Cousins, who's also putting up 19 points. This game was pretty good for the Rockets. Up next, we have the Hawks and Celtics. Hawks took this one 122 to 114, making their record 12 and 16, or Boston is now an even 500. Overall, this was a, an amazing game for Trey Young. He put up 40 points, 8 assists, and 3 rebounds in this game in the 35 minutes he played. He is very good. I know some people will say, oh yeah, he draws fouls like that, like when you're shooting a three-point and he'll jump into you if you try to block it. Some people might say that, but when he puts up points like this, you can't really knock against him as much as some people might. Then you have Clint Capella, who's leading the league in rebounds with just above 13, who put up 24 points and 13 rebounds. Zero assists, which is not what you expect from Clint. He's not one of those centers. He's one who is going to be in the paint, who will get you those rebounds and will get you some of those points that you will need if your shooters like Trey Young or other players on the team won't make them. Then you have John Collins, who put up 20 points to assist and six rebounds. It was also a great game for him. Um, the Hawks are a really good overall team. They have the point guard, they have a good center, and they have a forward along with it. The supporting cast is not bad as well. They have players like uh, Cam Reddish and um, Kevin Herter and D- Delino Gallinari. Players like that who really help support their cast. I'm not saying that they're the best supporting cast in the NBA. I'm not saying that by any means. I'm just saying that the Hawks are a decent team. And you can start to see Trey Young's out of, not out of, but starting to get out of that slump people have been saying he's in. Now for the Celtics, you have Jason Tatum who put up 35 points, 6 assists, and 6 rebounds. And Jalen Brown who put up 22 points, 7 assists, and 3 rebounds. The Celtics are a very good team. They have... They have good players on this team. They, especially with like players, the former Cav, like Tristan Thompson, putting up 14.7 rebounds. They're a good team, and I'm actually surprised that they only had a 500 record. Now, we're at the game that I want to talk about. We have Denver Nuggets versus Washington Wizards. Washington uh, won this one, actually, 130 to 128. Improving their record to nine and seventeen, where Denver falls to fifteen and thirteen. I'll start off with the Wizards since they won this one. They really deserve that respect. Bradley Beal putting up twenty five points, ten assists, and four rebounds was a a low scoring game for him, especially since he's averaging just under thirty four points a game. But David Bertans went off for thirty five points, one assist, and three rebounds. He went off for the points that they needed and. Russell Westbrook, you obviously know, getting that triple-double with 12 points, 12 assists, 13 rebounds. Some people honestly say that the triple-double is not as valuable because of Russell Westbrook. On my opi- in my opinion, honestly, I can somewhat agree with what you're saying. I don't know why he gets all that hate and everything like that, but it's just, it's really hard to describe. A triple-double means nothing if you're not on a winning team. I can just put it that way. Alec, I mean, it doesn't mean nothing. It's awesome that you're putting up consistent numbers in three different categories, but all I'm saying is if you're not on a winning team, then a triple-double doesn't really mean as much. 
because of how everything in the sports industry now works. And you have Alex Lyon, who put up 10 points, the former Raptor, you know. Now let's talk the Nuggets. We have Nikola Jokic putting up 33-9-7. and seven. You can quote me on this however much you want. You can laugh. You can do whatever you want. You might not say he's going to win. I'm telling you right now, Nikola Jokic is going to win the MVP this year. You also have Jamal Murray, who went off as well for 35 points, 6 assists, and 9 rebounds. Just shy of that double-double by not getting that extra rebound. Great game for him as well. Those two really do make a good pair, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. I would not be surprised if they make a deep run in the playoffs. And you also have that third string in Michael Porter Jr. Up next, we have the Detroit Pistons and the Chicago Bulls. Chicago won this one 105-102, to making their record 12-15, and where Detroit is now 8-20. and I'll start with the Pistons on this one. Jeremy Grant put up 43 points and two rebounds. High-scoring game for him. No one else on the team put up more than 12 points. That just tells you how much Jeremy Grant affected this game. And then we move to the Bulls. You had Zach Levine, who went off for 37-5-5. was a great overall game for him in the points industry. Then you have Patrick Williams, who put up 15 points. And Kobe White only played 24 minutes, but put up 8 points, 4 assists, and 6 rebounds. was a good game for Zach Levine and the Bulls in that game. Up next, we have Pacers and the Timberwolves. The Pacers won this one 134-128, to 128, making their record 15-14, and 14, where Minnesota is now 7-22. and 22. Yes, they were, not, they were without Carl Anthony Towns some of the season, so I could understand where some of the loss is coming from. But when you have him putting up 30 points and 10 rebounds, and yet they're still not winning games, especially against a team that's 15-14, and 14. They're barely above 500. So there's not, I'm not saying that there's no excuse, but they should be putting up more points than that. Then you have Malik Beasley, who put up 31 points, and Ricky Rubio, who put up 20 points and 13 assists. For the Pacers, you have Sabonis, who got that triple double, putting up 36 points, 10 assists, and 17 rebounds. The Pacers look good this year, especially with Miles Turner, who is leading the league in blocks per game. Then you have Malcolm Brogdon, who put up 32 points, 7 assists, 9 rebounds. Only 3 assists and 1 rebound shy of getting that triple-double, which would have been good for their team. Overall, great effort for the Pacers in that one. Okay, so we have 4 games left in the NBA. We have Portland and New Orleans Pelicans. Portland barely won this one, 126-124, improving their record to 18-10, where New Orleans falls to 12-16. For the Trailblazers, was an amazing game for Damian Lillard. He did not just help out in the points category by putting up 43 points, but also helped out in the assists by putting up 16 assists and contributing in the paint, putting up four rebounds, which might not seem like a lot for a point guard, which it really isn't, but for Damian Lillard, especially putting up that many assists and points, was very good. Then you have Gary Trent Jr., who put up 23 points, and Carmelo Anthony, the old veteran, who put up 12 points himself as well. For the Pelicans, Zion went off for 36 points, 4 assists, and 6 rebounds. And Lonzo contributing as well, putting up 21-5-2. Great game for them as well. Even though Portland had the better effort, it was still a great game for both teams in that one. Up next, we have Memphis and OKC. Memphis 
had a good game. They won 122-113. to 113. Now, their record is 500 as well with, at 12-12, 12 12, where OKC is now 11-17. For the Grizzlies, no one really had a high-scoring game. There was only three people who hit the 20s. Jonas Valanciunas hit 22 points, 12 rebounds, and 2 assists. John Morant getting that triple-double with 15 points, 2 assists, and 11 rebounds. Great game for him overall. He did not have a high-scoring game and low-scoring assists or everything. He was well-balanced throughout the court, which could be good for their team. And then you have OKC with Shea putting up 22.6 assists and 3 rebounds. Overall, um, if we're just judging by statistics, you could easily tell that the Grizzlies had the better game. Then we have Golden State and Miami. Golden State's record is now 16-13, and 13, where Miami is 11-17. and 17. For the Heat, Jimmy Butler getting that triple-double again, just getting it with 13 points, 11 assists, 12 rebounds. Bam putting up 24 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists was a good game for him as well. Lower rebounding, but he put up enough points to help them almost win this game and only fall by 8. Then you have Steph Curry, who was only three rebounds shy of that triple-double, getting 25 points, 11 assists, and 7 rebounds. And then Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins both put up 23 points and 8 rebounds. And Kelly added two assists to that, where Andrew Wiggins did not get any assists. Then you have Ken Basimore, who also put up 26 points. Very well-rounded. You did not have that one player who put up all the points in that game. All right, last game for the NBA. We have Utah and LA. LA was without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Therefore, they lost this game to the best team in the league by by record 114 to 196, making their making LA's record 21 and 9, where Utah is now 24 and 5. Both teams are very good. I mean, uh the Jazz had a good game. Donovan Mitchell putting up 24 points. Rudy Getting that double-double with 23 points and 20 rebounds was a great game for him. Then you also have Jordan Clarkson, who put up 18 points, was good overall for the Jazz. And then you have the Clippers. So they were without their two stars. So they didn't really have that one guy for them to step up because PG and Kawhi were both out. Lou Williams was their highest scoring player with 16 points, 6 assists, and 6 rebounds. The only player to have more rebounds than him was Zubok, their center, who only played 22 minutes. No one else got any higher points nor higher assists, so he was their leader in every category except rebounds. All right, now we are going to move to the NHL from yesterday's games. There are only five games that we have to cover in this one. First one is the Panthers and the Hurricanes. Panthers won this one 4-3 in overtime, making their record 10-2-2, where Carolina is now 10-3-1. Overall, great game for Jonathan Huberdeau. Put up two goals and one assist, getting three points in this one. Then you have a lot of other players picking up points in this one, like Patrick Hornquist picked up an assist, and some other players like Alexander Wenberg picked up a goal. Keith Yandel picked up an assist. was a good game for the Panthers, and especially Jonathan Huberdeau. Then you have Sebastian Aho, who uh, put up a goal and no assist, but still a great game for him, putting up the goal, helped them out. Jordan Stahl, after coming off a multi-point night, put up a goal as well. was a good game for them. If I had to pick a player of the game for that one, it would be Jonathan Huberdeau. All right, up next we have my team, Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Ottawa Senators. Ottawa 
lost this one two to one, making their record four, thirteen and one. Where Toronto's now twelve, three and two. Senators overall had a decent game. Brady Kachuk putting up a goal. Josh Norris and Chris Tierney put oh, both picking up an assist as there was only one goal. Jake Muzzin putting up two assists for the Leafs. Justin Holt picking up an assist. Alexander Kerfoot and Austin Matthews were the only players to score. And Joe Thornton, think this was his first game back, putting up that one assist. Austin Matthews now continues his scoring, not just scoring streak, point streak to 14 games where their highest in the franchise is 18. So he's only four games shy of the franchise record to tie it. Now we have Chicago and Detroit. Chicago won this one 2-0, making their record 9-5-4, where Detroit is 4-11-3. Patrick Kane picked up an assist. Alex Debrinkat picked up a goal. So did Philip Khrushchev picked up a goal. Duncan Keith, the vet, picked up an assist as well. For the for the Red Wings, there was no points. If I had to pick a the only person who really put up any points, there was no points there was only shots on goal but Jonathan Bernier saved 24 of the 25 shots he faced was a good sorry saved 24 of the 26 shots he faced was a good game for him well decent game for him then we have the Canucks and Flames Canucks took this one five to one Flames's new record is eight seven and one where Vancouver is eight eleven and one Brock Bozer picked up a goal and two assists. Niels Holander, Hoglander picked up two assists as well. Then Bo Horvat picked up a goal and an assist. And JT Miller picked up a goal and an assist. A lot of people with multi-point nights in this one. Was a good game overall for them. Then you have Jordy Ben who picked up a goal as well. Overall, great game for the Canucks. For the Flames, on the other hand, Mark Giordano picked up an assist and so did... Uh, you saw Valley Mackey, and then Andrew Mangy Payne was the only one to score in this one. Then you have Jordan Markstrom, who saved 24 of the 29 shots he faced, and then David Riddich went in and saved all four, getting that 1,000 save percentage. All right, last game of the night is the Jets and the Oilers. Uh, Oilers took this one 3-2, to two, making their record 10-8, and eight, where Winnipeg is now 9-6-1. Again, another multi point nine for Josh Morrissey on the Jets, picking up two assists. Then you have Mark Shafley picked up a goal. And then for the Oilers, a lot of multi point nights. Their three best players put up multi point nights. Leon Drysaddle getting two goals, Connor McDavid getting two assists, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins getting those two assists as well. Overall, great game for them. Mike Smith saving 33 of the 35 shots he faced. Great game overall for. The Oilers. Okay, so there's not much more. Um, actually, I'll do one more thing. Um, we're going to start something new where we predict future games. So we have uh, Toronto and Ottawa today, and I'm going to predict the score is going to be 4-2 to two for Toronto in regulation time. I feel like the last goal will be an empty netter. Okay, guys, uh, that's the only one I'm really going to analyze because that's the only one I watch. Vegas does not play until... Um, not till Friday or Saturday for what I remember. So I will leave it at that. But if you guys could please, me and James, sadly, who is not here right now, 
we really put a lot of time and effort into making these sports podcasts and stuff like that. I am now posting on TikTok at Phil the Sports Guy. If you feel free to go check that out, you will see some sports content like this. Obviously not in such a deep of an analysis, but you will see it all in one minute. I recap everything that happened in the NBA and the NHL in the one day. We also have our website, which we haven't been that active on, if I'm being honest. But we, I also have an Instagram at Phil the Sports Guy. If you guys would like to go and follow that as well, it would be very much appreciated. Get other people to come listen to us. It would really mean a lot. But thank you guys for listening in, and you'll see us soon. Hopefully, James is in the next one with us. But yeah, we'll leave it at that.